Uh, so hello, uh, all my uh, podcast people, all all ten of them. Um, today I will be podcasting while plucking my eyebrows because I am getting on a flight to LA tomorrow, and I've just looked at my eyebrows in a different light, and they. I mean, they always need plucking, but my God, my eyebrows want to be together and it's been my lifelong task to keep them separate. And every day it grows harder and harder, Um, but I stay strong. Uh, So, but it it does take a hot minute to deal with them properly. So um, I thought, let's kill two birds with one stone. Essentially, I use my podcast just to rant essentially to myself because I'm pretty sure... I probably have about 15 people listening to this. Um, but it is, uh, it, is, it is a way to get the rant out of my brain and into the, the earth. So I feel like I feel better afterwards. So um, I would like to discuss my day yesterday. If you follow me on Instagram, which you should, I'm hilarious, uh, you will know that I had a, a fucking shit day. Now, it probably will sound very first world problems, Um well, part of it definitely is is first world problems. It's about a fucking cup. But the the uh, yeah, I guess it is first world problems because I don't know. The other the other is is me about being treated like shit because I'm a woman, which I don't know. If, I feel like that's a worldwide problem. But maybe if you have, well, obviously, if you have if you have to worry about your survival, I don't know if you'd be as. No, I still think it's a it's a problem. Well, whatever. This is, is my mind is uh, not advanced enough to discuss these kind of topics. Um, but yeah, so um, so it started in the morning. I uh, woke up. I normally wake up at like four forty five and leave the house by like ten past five because um, I don't like to rush. And then I uh, walked to my gym, and on the way to my gym, there is this uh, pedestrian crossing, which. Um, it's like just after a blind corner, so it, I don't just barrel out into this pedestrian crossing. It's a stupid place for a pedestrian crossing, to be honest, because the people coming around the corner cannot possibly see if there's anyone crossing, and then the pedestrians think, oh, most of the time, oh, it's a pedestrian crossing, so I can just go, I don't need to wait. Um, but yeah, it, it's really dangerous. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised it's still there. So every time I cross it, I am careful, even though it's like quarter past five in the morning, I am careful because no one can fucking see. Anyway, so I was about to cross, this car comes fucking flying around the corner, and I was like, dude, slow down. They stopped, nearly missing, killing me, and then they were going, I'm not, they must have been, I don't know how fast you can legitimately go around a corner, but what, like 40 miles an hour? I don't know. But way too fast to be going around a blind corner, um, and they beeped at me, and I was like, oh, you know what, fuck you. Like, people are so funny. It's so funny. It would be such a better world if people could just be like, oh, fuck, I fucked up, sorry. And you know, if they did that, I would have been like, oh, don't worry. Because I understand that that corner is a stupid place to have a pedestrian crossing. But, you know, everyone has to... I have to take responsibility by not just wandering out into the road, which I didn't. Um, They have to take responsibility not going 40 miles an hour around a blind corner at 5.30 in the morning when it's dark. Um, Um... 
And then, you know, if they could have just been like, oh, shit, dude, we could have run someone over. Thank God she looked and didn't cross and expected someone to come flying around the corner. Um, but no, they nearly fucked up, nearly hit, or they would have hit me if I was actually halfway through the road. But they didn't, because luckily I looked and saw them. And uh, and then they beeped at me because they were angry as two dumbass men uh, because they did something wrong. And instead of swallowing their pride and their ego and just being like, oh, shit, what? we fucked up they had to be like oh well fuck you why why i reached an age when i was like what 22 when i was like oh you know what i feel so much calmer and happier as a person if when i do fuck up i spend less energy trying to prove to everyone that i didn't fuck up and i just go oh shit i did fuck up sorry your life is so much better your life is so much better when you just realize it, it you can be wrong it's okay that's how people learn but people that just can their egos cannot allow them to comprehend that they could be wrong even when it's blatantly obvious that that it, uh, just the world would be a much better place if they could um but anyway these two couldn't not only that guess what also in a company van which which just drives me it doesn't drive me mad because it makes it easy for me to report them but it, it just it just shows me the audacity of some of these idiots. I guess it might, it probably, I don't know, it doesn't necessarily, wasn't necessarily because I was a woman, but sometimes I do think that inherently people seeing a woman and then a woman being like, slow down, they don't like being told what to do because I'm a small woman with a loud voice. I tend to come up to, with come, come across lots of people that do not enjoy that, those qualities in a woman. Um, so I, a lot of the time I get it from people that you wouldn't even expect to be shitty um, but yeah, they just don't like being not corrected. I wasn't correcting them. They were, they they nearly ran me over. I can't believe I'm trying to excuse the fact that I nearly got run over. This is what this is what it will do to you to be a small woman with a loud voice in 2019. You you feel like you have to to justify the fact that you were upset that you nearly got run over. <laughs> Anyway, so I nearly got run over. They drove off. They were in a company van, so I took a picture of their company van because they weren't driving off. They were they they beeped at me, and then they there's they have to wait after that pedestrian crossing because um, there's a giveaway thing. So they'll stop for the giveaway sign, but not for a human being. Um, so they were waiting, and I, well, there was nothing coming. So they were just sitting there and, and shouting at me. Um, so I got out my phone. Uh, to take a picture of their car and then they sped off pretty fucking quickly um but not before i saw what company they worked for and got a picture of them um so i messaged their company on instagram they have like a hundred followers so i don't think they're very active on social media because you know why would you be in 2019 when social media is one of the main marketing tools used by all big companies why would you decide to have your company on social media um that's a side topic of me ranting about how it annoys me when people are snobby about social media um and uh it's like a very good marketing tool for people who don't for example say very rich famous parents or people who can pay for their uh university degrees um or their fancy drama schools you know social media yes it can uh, create insecurities and stuff but you have to take responsibility of how you use it and if you can't and if it is too much for you you can always delete it but companies people that want to gain uh people that want to start companies and get a name for themselves it is a fucking fantastic idea and i don't understand why people are more i don't understand why not, not every company is on it like you just you just don't have much marketing sense if if you're not really i i don't understand anyway
so they have a shit social media presence but anyway I thought I'd give it a give it a chance because normally you get the most sadly you normally get the most response from a company especially if it's a complaint or something on a socially like viewable platform like twitter um whereas if you emailed the customer service you'd get fucking no response or not a helpful one um but i am grateful to have that because people do respond anyway so uh i took a picture of them i messaged them on social media and uh i I just the message the message is still on my uh, instagram i think but it was basically just hey like just to let you know there are people driving around in your company van uh, so your employees representing your company in the following way told them what happened and I was like what like is this the kind of conduct that you you are happy to, for your employees to be carrying out on a day-to-day basis I'm like a young woman I was alone in the dark in the morning and I had two full-grown men shouting at me and nearly running me over um, and also they're doing it in a company the, the audacity to do it in a company car it just makes me sick Anyway, they haven't replied. I gave them 12 hours to reply before I posted it on social media and they didn't, so I've posted it. They still haven't replied. So if I can be bothered, I'll, uh, I'll follow through um, and, uh, and hound them a bit more. But it just annoys, it just annoys me. It, it just... Anyway, so that fucking... My day was offset on at fucking 5.15am, okay? I was physically exhausted... Because I think I've just been doing too much recently. I know, like, when you say, oh, I'm so busy, um, I think people get confused between busy and successful. I'm not successful, but I am busy. (laughs) I'm busy planting seeds, people. And any day now, one of these seeds could germinate. I think I've used that expression before, but I really like it. So I'm going to keep using it. Um, so so anyway, so I'm busy, not successful, in conclusion. Um, And so I was exhausted and also just exhausted so my day I was exhausted anyway my day started off with that those pieces of shit beeping at me anyway went to the gym and I was like I'm gonna forget about it just did some gentle fasted cardio and by cardio I mean like literally I just go on like one of the lowest resistance on the cross trainer for 50 minutes and watched the sinner series two which is fucking excellent if you haven't watched it watched it watch it oh my god I'm gonna download the first season to watch on the plane so much goodness um I wish I wrote it um so tried to forget it then walked back uh on my way back from the gym it was still kind of dark um and uh some someone was following me on their fucking bike uh like just and then they I could feel them following me and then they like rode up next to me tapped me on the shoulder this is on the sidewalk like on the pavement they were following me your bike needs to be on the fucking road if you're in america and you're listening to this in england you're not allowed to ride a bike on the pavement or the sidewalk you have to ride it in the road because get out of the fucking way um anyway so he pulled right up to me and he made me take my earphone out and he was like how old are you and i was like i was already not in a great mood and i went why does it matter and he went what because I think you look nice and I was like oh you know oh fuck off and then I put my headphone back in and he cycled away now nothing happened uh he he cycled off but as a woman all the things go through our head like that guy could have been very upset as a lot of people do when I tell them to fuck off even though he was completely in the wrong um all right some people will say you shouldn't have told him to fuck off but come on, man, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I, I was wearing tracksuit, but it doesn't matter what I was wearing, but if people are going to turn around and say, well, but were you wearing gym clothes? Whatever. That's not, even if I was naked, it doesn't give you an excuse to harass me. 
it doesn't. So I'm not going to carry on with that uh, that thought because it, it was a stupid one. But but so I have to think, shit. Is he going to get pissed off? Is he going to carry on following me? I don't live too far from here. Is he going to follow me home? He's going to know where I live. As a woman, that is what you think about all the time. And sometimes you lose your temper and you're like, go away, leave me alone, fuck off. And then the first thing people say to you is, oh, you've got to be careful. You never know what he's like. Yeah, that's right. And those thoughts are in my head. But sometimes I, I speak before I think of that. And you know what? I, I am going to do that more. I, I'm not encouraging people to do that, because, which I hate to say because I want people to do that. But it's not, as much as I wish it was, it's not always safe. If you have a phone or in your, you're in a brightly lit place or there's other people around you're safer but at that point it might it might not have been a good idea of me because I was like alone in a street it wasn't it was a busy main road but still it was like seven o'clock in the morning so it wasn't that many people around um but there were houses it, it was I wasn't in direct danger if you're in an alley alone in the dark I just would suggest something else it's horrible that you have to think like that but you do so please be careful if you're going to do something like I did be be more careful than I am um and I'm probably deluded about how how much I could defend myself I'm sure if a guy decided to uh lose his temper with me I wouldn't really stand a chance but I still try and think to myself no I could defend myself all of these thoughts if you're a guy and you're, you're listening to this and you're like wow this girl's insane i'm not in, i guarantee this is what all women most women think of when a guy approaches them in the street it's and even if you think but i'm not gonna rape them i don't look like a rapist not every man's a rapist yeah because you know you you know you aren't going to rape someone because you're a morally decent person and not an evil bastard. But we don't know that. So give us the respect of knowing that you have never walked in our shoes. You've never known what it feels like to know that you, your body could be forcibly entered or beaten up without your say and you physically wouldn't be able to do anything about it give us the respect even if you know you're not going to do that give us the respect to just remember the fact that we don't know that and don't approach us in the street no matter how nice you think you're being no matter how much of a compliment you think it's being please just let us get on with our day please just let us get on with our day and leave us alone so these were all the things I was thinking. So that happened on my way back from the gym. Bearing in mind it's only 7 o'clock in the fucking morning by this time. So I'm not happy. Um, so uh, anyway, I get back from the gym. Everything's fine. I'm still bloody exhausted, but whatevs. Um, I've been exhausted at work. And my work, I work in a fucking office. If, if you haven't heard me complaining about this before, I'm doing like temp work, which is fucking turd. Um... I hope they don't listen to this podcast, but, like, honestly, it will just be fate if they fire me because ugh, I'm losing my mind. Um, but you've got to do it for the dream, whatever. That's what I keep telling myself. You've got to chase the dream, chase the dream. Uh, you've got to grind. Um, but, yeah, it is mind-numbing. Uh, and um, I, my my work, they're a very big company, but for some reason, they can't seem to work a temperature control system. Uh, so it is ice cold in the morning it's been 14 degrees before in the morning and i've taken a picture of the thermostat so i know that um it's been between 14 and 16 degrees when i go in every morning not so much anymore because it has warmed up a bit now like the earth has well england has warmed up a bit but when it was freezing my god every morning i came in it was like 14 degrees i had a blanket a hat 
gloves, a hot water bottle and a scarf, a jumper and my coat on. And then by lunchtime, the heating kicks in and it gets... Oh my God, so sweat, so hot. Yesterday, I swear, I was seeing things. It was so hot. It, it, I, I Honestly, I need to email HR because I don't want to be that person, but I can't work in that environment where I am freezing in the morning and then sweating my fucking bollocks off by one o'clock. I can't, I can't do it. Um, so anyway, that was the case and it was, uh, I was sweating my tits off by one o'clock, uh, seeing things, very exhausted. And then I was, uh, I was like, right, I'm going to wake myself up, going to make a cup of tea, going to, you know, snap out of it. Come on, wake up, go to the kitchen, uh, bring my tea bag. I don't even use every, the, the office tea bags. I bring in my own green tea bags. Uh, went into the kitchen, filled up my cup that I've been using all morning with boiling water, put my green tea bag in it. And then this guy who sits opposite me, who He's so creepy and so scary and so weird that I've had to lift my computer screen so that he can't stare at me and I sit with headphones in so that he can't talk to me and I can't hear the gross stuff he talks about. Um, he never talks about gross stuff to me because, my God, you know I would have already reported that shit to HR. But, um, yeah, if it gets much worse, I will report. But, um, so, so anyway, so this guy walks in and he, like, loses it and he goes, who put, who put tea in that cup? And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, what are you, what? And he was like, who put tea in that cup, that cup? There's tea in it. I was like, yes, I can see that. Um, I've made a cup of tea in that cup. I've been using it all morning. What seems to be the problem? Um, and he was like, that's my cup. That's my cup. I've been looking for that cup all morning. Why are you using my cup? That's mine. And I, it took me a minute to even register. I was like, he must be joking. Like, he, he cannot be serious. Like, I haven't been told off like that since I was a little girl in fucking private Catholic school where they hated me. Uh, so I was like, oh, oh, you're serious. Um, I'm sorry. It was in the, the communal cup area. I've been working here for six months. I, I wasn't aware people had individual cups. He went, yeah, that's where everyone puts their cups. That's my cup. I put my cup there because that's where everyone puts their cups. That's my cup. I've been looking for it all morning. And I was like, okay, sweetheart, um, would you like me? Bearing in mind, this is like a 50-something-year-old man losing his shit over a fucking cup, of which there are 45 other cups that, that he wanted this one. I am all for having your own cup. I get it, right? Have your own cup at work. But, like, keep it on your desk. Or keep it, like, in a special place where you know no one's going to use it. Or tell people, this is my cup. Like, I was a new person six months ago. I've been using that cup loads. He's never noticed before. And now he has just got extremely upset about this fucking cup. So I was like, all right, would you like me to decant my cup of tea into a different cup, sweetheart? Um, if that's going to make you less upset. Uh, and he was like, no, um, no. Well, I'll use my travel mug because I've got my travel mug now because I couldn't find that all day. But I will have it back tomorrow. And I went, okay, I, I really can give it back to you now if it's gonna if it's gonna calm you down. Um I was I really was not aware that those were individual people's cups. I've never had an issue with this before. Um but of course I will never use your cup again. And I'm not being funny. I I, I didn't say this to him because I'm trying to be a better person. But if I had known it was his cup, I absolutely would never have put my lips around it. I Every cup I use in the office, I always, because I don't trust the dishwasher, because people fill up the dishwasher with plates that still have bits of rice and shit on it. I don't know where they think the rice goes. So the dishwasher never works properly. So I always, when I get a cup out of the cupboard, I put boiling water on it and then like give it a bit, give it, give it a wipe around. Um, 
but yeah, would not have used his cup if I knew it was his because he's vile. Um, and uh, anyway, yeah, so I got shouted at and told off like a little schoolgirl. That put me in a fucking shitty ass mood. Um, yeah, I. Uh, oh, there's another thing that I want to talk about, but I probably can't because of who might listen to this. Um, but something else pissed me off at work as well, and I was just not having a fucking good day. And uh, yeah. I've already complained to everybody I know about this, but 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 I realised, hey, the internet doesn't know. I can complain and rant there, and no one can tell me to shut up because um, you could just pause, and uh, it's your choice to listen to me. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, on the bright side, yes, I think I'm just I think I'm just having enough of uh, of like a data admin job. It, it just it it is it is. I sound like such a fucking spoiled little brat, but after six months of doing something that you really have, it's not even a bit interesting. It's not even, it's not even slightly anything to do with anything ever I could consider an interesting, like, pastime. Like, and I can consider most things interesting. Like, even when I worked in pubs, you were meeting different people. It was great as an actor because you meet all different types of characters. Like, and, you know good and bad, but yeah, still all different kinds of characters. And like you, it's like social interaction, like whatever. When I work with, when I was nannying and I was working with kids, I actually felt like I was making a difference in, in a kid's life. And that is a great feeling, even though I don't want to be a nanny full time and I don't want that to be my career. I just hate feeling like I'm like utterly wasting my time. And, and this job does feel like that sometimes, especially when, because we're temps, no one really gives a shit about us. Um, so it, it, yeah, if I sound bitter and stuff about my work, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, well, you have a job, shut the fuck up. I do get it. And I am being like a spoiled brat, but it is, it is just a grating on me now. For the first six months, I was all right. But, but it, it is just, you know, like, it, it, uh, again, I'm very loud. And this is a, is a job for very not loud people, I think, or, or people, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know. I don't want to shit on people that that do the job, but it's just it's not for me. But I do have to have a job to pay my bills and stuff right now. Um as I say, any of those seeds could germinate at any time. But in the meantime, it it does suck because it's like a catch 22. Anyone that's self-employed or or not self-employed obviously, but like uh semi-self-employed and works in like the arts or something that you have to basically take a leap of faith, you cannot be you you can't if you're someone that needs stability and needs to know where their next like paycheck is coming from all the time you you can't do basically any creative job acting writing um directing artists like you 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 just don't know you just have to love it enough that it's worth not knowing and it's worth being terrified and i do but sometimes it's like okay well i won't have a roof i won't be able to pay rent i won't have a roof over my head or i won't be able to eat food if i don't have at least a part-time job so that's why I got to do it for the meantime but it does suck and anyone else out there who has to do something that they really really don't like and and feel it it, yeah it's a catch-22 because you're wasting you feel like you're wasting your time and the time that you have should be spent on pursuing what you want to do but it is a catch-22 because yeah it's not what you want to do but like you, you you have to have a place to live and then you know I was lucky enough I could live at my dad's until I was when did I move out my dad's when I was like 22 or something but because it, it just it's too much it, it's 
it's too much, I can't live with my dad. But but some people don't have that luxury. Some people can live with their parents still now and that's great and that is really helpful because you don't need to worry about survival and like paying rent and stuff and you can pursue what you love without worrying some people's parents still cook them dinner when they're my age like like as in like nightly like family dinner which i'm baffled by because my parents were like yeah fuck you you start (laughs) cook your own i was cooking my own dinner when i was 12 but but you know if you do have parents that will do that for you like it's it's fantastic like take advantage of that and make the most of it i see people doing that and i'm like dude why are you spending your money on fucking clothes and like bollocks shit when you could if you have that money to spare you could invest it in yourself you could like take a class you could try something like play an instrument you learn a language you could all this shit you could do with that stuff you could travel and you're just not because it's easier and it's nice to just spend it on shoes like I don't get, I don't want to judge people, but that, that I do, I do find it hard to understand that kind of like insane consumerism where it's like another pair of shoes or you could go to like a a, a language class or you could download, I, I don't know, it, I have a weird point of view on those kind of things, um, but but yeah, I, I had the luxury of being able to stay at my dad's until I was like 22. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people get fucking kicked out when they're 16 or younger and they don't have family to support them and they emotionally or like um, financially. Um, so how do they get into the art, like artistic thing? How? How could they possibly? And that's why those industries are so saturated with like rich kids that didn't... It, it is a catch-22 because... You know, I'm not saying people that had parents helping them out and paying for stuff for them aren't don't have things to say and aren't talented. There's loads of people like that that are, are, are amazingly talented. But the catch twenty two is that a lot of the time, people who struggled, who got like kicked out when they were young, like didn't have supportive parents, like all this shit, loads of shit could happen to you. But people who have stuff like that, they often they're the they're the most creative and because they've had to have go into their own little world and they have all this stuff to say and stories to tell and they've got the most life experience but the sad thing is so those would be the best stories to tell but the sad thing is they don't ever get the opportunity to tell them especially i feel like in america because you didn't you don't have an ivy league like university degree so we're not even going to read your script we're not even going to have you in for an interview for an intern an unpaid intern if you don't have an ivy league degree for a creative job it is so insane to me it's so insane so i don't know who listens to this if anybody but if you are someone that has any kind of way to give someone like that who didn't have opportunities not me because i did have opportunities given to me i was lucky um but if you know someone or, or you are someone that could give people those opportunities that didn't couldn't spare the time away from their day job to like do a free internship and therefore couldn't get into the industry then give them a fucking chance they might might have the best things to say they might be the most creative you never know and then it's so weird to me how no one sees this pattern like all of the, a lot of the time you get writers and directors and whatever who came from nothing and the only reason they came up was because they fucking, they never gave up and also someone gave them a chance who could, like, they gave them a chance and then it almost all, uh, not always pays off, but I feel like a lot of the time people are like, oh shit, that person came from nothing and they didn't get any opportunities and they didn't really have the correct um, education to do that. But we gave them a chance and they were fucking great at it. Yeah, we had to teach them the gr- a bit more to begin with than we would have for a person, for example, from an Ivy League school. But 
the, but you know you can't polish a turd so even the people that have been to ivy league schools if they're not they don't have that passion that creativity no matter how much they know tech like the technical side of the industry or whatever they're not going to be as good as someone who may not know the technical stuff but has the life experience and the passion they're going to be better for the job. Yeah, you're going to have to teach them the basics, but eventually it's going to be like, fucking hell, you were worth it. Like, so I don't know how I've got onto this. But, um, but yeah, moral of the story is, if you are someone that has any, if you were lucky enough to have things, uh, and I'm hoping that one day I'll be in a position to help too. At the moment, I cannot offer anyone anything because, I mean, they wouldn't want what I have to offer. <laughs> But when I do, I would really like to like if so, for example, if I ever cast anything, I would like to go to like community theatres and uh, things like casting call, pro, uh, not casting call, pro, what's called Man- Man- Mandy, because, yes, you can get some fantastic actresses and actors through agents. But also some people can't get onto those because they just don't have the connections or they didn't go to drama school. They do, they they just can't get their foot in the door. So if you are in any position to help someone's foot get in a door in any way, even though it might take you a bit more work initially, please give them the chance and selfishly give them the chance because it will probably work out better for you and you'll end up looking pretty good and you'll look like the good Samaritan that helped someone who didn't really have much but also in your heart you should want to do it too so so do it